Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. murdered. Some people are born to be criminals. On March 13th, 1933, a man named Donald Gaskins was born. And, through a life of violence and neglect, he was shaped and molded into South Carolina's most prolific serial killer. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Donald Henry Gaskins Jr., or as he was more often called, Pee Wee, was born on March 13, 1933, in South Carolina. He was the last in a string of illegitimate children and spent a good portion of his life completely ignored by his mother. So much so that the first time Donald heard his given name spoken out loud was during his first court appearance. When he was just one years old, he drank a bottle of kerosene, something that left lasting health issues within the boy. Donald ran with a group of fellow delinquents, and together, the group committed robberies, assaults, and gang rapes. Donald was sent to a reform school after his first run-in with the law, a school where he was regularly raped and beaten. He escaped, got married, and then voluntarily returned to finish his sentence. He was released in 1951 when he was 18 years old and went to work at a tobacco plantation. While there, the daughter of the man who owned the plantation insulted him, and he beat her with a hammer. He was sentenced to six years for the assault. While in prison, he earned respect by killing the most feared prisoner, but was given an additional three years onto his sentence. In 1955, Donald escaped from prison by hiding in the back of a garbage truck and fleeing to Florida. He joined a traveling circus, but was rearrested in August of 1961. Once he was released, again, he went right back to his criminal ways. 
He committed a string of burglaries, and just two years after his parole, he was arrested for the rape of a 12-year-old girl. He escaped and was rearrested in Georgia and sentenced to eight years in prison. You would think after all of these attacks and time spent in and out of jail, he would have had a hard time getting out. Yet, in November of 1968, he was paroled again and placed back on the streets. He wasn't even paroled a year when he committed his second murder, but the first outside of prison walls. In September of 1969, he picked up a female hitchhiker. He tortured, murdered, and disposed of her body in a nearby swamp. This was the first of many of what Donald himself called coastal kills. About once every six weeks, Donald picked up both male and female hitchhikers, tortured and murdered them all along the coastal highways of the American South. He would keep them alive as long as possible before stabbing, suffocating, mutilating, and in some cases, cannibalizing their bodies. According to Donald himself, there are about 80 to 90 victims of his coastal killings, though this number could not be corroborated. Then came what he called his serious murders. These were murders that were not considered recreational, like the coastal ones. These murders were victims he knew or had a reason to kill, and were often swift and execution-style. The first was his own niece and her friend in November of 1970. Janice Kirby, 15, and Patricia Alsbrook, 17, were both beaten to death after an attempted sexual assault in Sumter, South Carolina. In 1973, in another one of his serious murders, he raped and murdered his neighbor, Doreen Dempsey, 23, and her two-year-old daughter. Doreen was eight months pregnant at the time. These murders weren't just for his own personal gain. He was sometimes hired to kill. In 1975, a woman named Suzanne Kipper Owens hired Donald to kill her boyfriend, Silas Barnwell Yates. He took the job, and to cover up the murder and not make it look like a hit, he killed four others. In 1975, after steadily killing for six years and never sending suspicion his way, he made the fatal mistake of inviting someone along on his highway killing. He murdered three people whose van had broken down on the side of the road and, for whatever reason, felt he needed help disposing of their bodies. So, he enlisted the help of ex-con Walter Neely. Walter was not as discreet as Donald. He confessed to police how he helped Donald and bragged about killing several who were listed as missing persons. On December 4, 1975, Donald Gaskins led police to the bodies of eight of his victims. He was tried for murder on May 24, 1976 and found guilty four days later. He was initially sentenced to death, but after South Carolina ruled on the issue of capital punishment, it was commuted to life in prison. But not even prison could stop Donald Gaskins from being the cold-blooded killer he desired. On September 2, 1982, Donald killed a fellow death row inmate named Rudolph Tyner. He rigged an explosive device in a portable radio and placed it in Tyner's cell. He explained that it would allow him to communicate between cells, and when Tyner followed Donald's instructions and placed the speaker to his ear, all he heard was Donald's laughter before the C4 explosives detonated. He had been hired by the son of Tyner's victims while in prison. This murder and the reinstatement of the death penalty in South Carolina 
earned Donald his place in the line to execution. He was tried and sentenced to death for Rudolf Tyner's murder, making him the first white man in South Carolina's history to be sentenced to death for the murder of a black man. Over the years, Donald Gaskins has confessed to over a hundred murders, none of which have been verified. If he is telling the truth, he would undoubtedly be the worst killer in the history of South Carolina. On September 6, 1991, Donald Pee Wee Gaskins was put to death in the electric chair. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.